friends, this is Anna with Identity-Based Nutrition, and welcome to my podcast, Health for Your Truest Self. In this podcast, I share my insights and host conversations with other health practitioners about physical, spiritual, and emotional health. By listening to this podcast, you agree to the disclaimer located at identitybasednutrition.com forward slash disclaimer and agree to take full responsibility for your health and well-being. Thank you and enjoy. Well, hello and welcome, friends. Today, I am so happy to have Haley Beavers, the owner and director of The Yoga Stand uh, here in Lubbock, on the podcast today. And Haley is a certified Baptiste instructor, and she's been teaching since 2007, She's a life coach. She has extensive training in many healing modalities. And my love of yoga, which is what we're going to be talking about today, began in taking one of her classes and feeling this huge shift and later taking the intensive teacher training certification, which she led at her studio. So she's a huge inspiration to so many people, myself included. So Haley, thanks so much for taking the time to be here. Absolutely. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Well, tell us, um, there's, there are many different styles of yoga, and tell us about the style you teach and train in. Yes, there are, and yoga is such a growing business in the West, but we specifically focus on a niche that's called um, hot power vinyasa yoga. You might hear it as hot yoga or power yoga or flow yoga. This is kind of a marketing buzz term, but it basically means we link breath to movement. That's it. It's a little it's a little more athletic. It tends to flow. It's um very integrated with physical movement in the body versus like a very static practice where you would just have a routine and hold poses for certain amounts of time. This one's a little more flowy. A big thing we do different too at our studio, our part of our methodology is we really um we really push meeting people where they are. So if you need a block or a strap or something to help modify your pose to meet your body, we encourage that big time. Um, another thing that sets us apart as far as our style and methodology, too, is we concentrate on transformation work and that true inner work of taking yoga off the mat and truly into your life and your being where it just becomes kind of a part of who you are. Um, but it's pretty much for anyone that wants to do it. Uh, you just have to kind of... Be patient with yourself. Know that you're not going to understand it all on the first day. This is a lifetime practice. I've been doing this for 13, 14 years now, and I'm still learning every single day. Um, but, yeah, it's called vinyasa yoga or power yoga. And we also heat the room to about 90 degrees, about 50, 60% humidity. The heat's very good for injury prevention. It's detoxifying, and it takes you deeper into your practice. Mm. So there you go. Yeah, there you have it. That's great. Um, that was my first experience with yoga was having that combination of the heat, which was so detoxifying, kind of warmed up your muscles, you can stretch better, and um, the breathing that is, is associated with the poses, and um, and you're kind of trained to know how to match your breath with your, your movement, and then the inner work part of it, and having all of those things put together just transformative. I couldn't believe when I came in my first class how great I felt afterwards. So tell us a little it bit is. about how you discovered it. 
Um, well, I was, okay, at a very young age, I remember really suffering with a lot of de- depression and anxiety and just kind of didn't understand the world around me. So I developed panic attacks as I got older, and I took my first class in college, and it wasn't a great class. It was, like, from a video somebody played at a gym or something. I was just kind of reading off stuff. But I remember for the first <laughs> time in my life feeling peace, and my, my mind, like, stopped. I was like, oh, my gosh. Here's my body. I can breathe. I don't have to listen to all these rampant thoughts in my head. And from there on out, it was just history. Wherever I moved and left, I moved to New York and Dallas, Fort Worth. I used to be in the financial planning arena. Um, I was a CFP, I still am, and uh, did investment work. And I just, I had to have yoga. So it just became really my inner calling or what we call in yoga is part of my dharmic path, my, my purpose and what I feel I'm led to do and help teach. So it saved me. Um, truly, honestly, it, it taught me who I was. It helped me have some peace and rest and relaxation, um, got control over my monkey mind and it's the best thing that ever happened to me. Got control of my depression and anxiety as well. And then I could list a ton of benefits that happened after that, but that's initially what, what led me to it. Hmm. So great. So Haley, why do you think that yoga is such a powerful healing slash exercise modality because it, it almost it blows I, my mind how well it works but why do you think that is you know i've um <laughs> i've always been a, a spiritual junkie or always dived into any type of psychological work um constantly intrigued with that since the time i was probably 12 but there is something about yoga and you know it's over 5000 years old it's ancient it's not a fad it's it's there's some meat to this this philosophy and there's something about the mind body spirit experience that i cannot explain and you know the breath needs the the body like the like the body needs the asana it, it everything needs everything and if you learn about your body, you learn that you can also shift your thought processes by changing the position and posture of your body. It's not always the mind changing the body. It works in complete circle. And for whatever reason, it just, it truly does work. And um, I've had more impact with this than I have so many other modalities I've tried as far as healing my mind, healing my body. But it's something to do with this mind-body-spirit connection. It just works at full circle. You know, it's like, um, you know, if you have, you've got a sickness going on. You know, you can't just peel it apart and go, oh, I have this sickness, this injury, because this is physically how I caused it. I personally don't believe, and that's not my experience as a human being, it's all mind, body, spirit. So there's a spiritual component to why that sickness is coming up for you. You're supposed to be learning something. You've got to get control of your mind and your thoughts. And then, of course, you have to purify and cleanse and take care of your body. So it just works together really nicely, and I've, I mean, I could share story after story over why it's been so successful. But for me, I tried tons of things, and this is, this is ultimately what set me free. It's just finding myself and learning that everything I need is on the inside, anyways. It truly is, is a, a work of inner work. Mm, yeah, and that's one of the things that I work with in, in my level of work is helping people connect with their body being in mechanism for communication. So the body's always trying to tell us something about our life or about something that needs to be changed or um, just some, some self-understanding that we need. 
And that's a beautiful thing about this practice is you're not only getting, you know, the workout, the physical movement that you need in order for just basic health, you're also learning how to communicate and tune in to what's my body trying to tell me and what is it that I need to know and, and the body being that incredible um, mechanism for communication. It is. It's like, you know, your body becomes your best friend. We forget to talk to it. We forget to acknowledge it. We forget that it holds everything we need. And yoga is exactly that. It's developing this relationship with it. And I can't tell you how many people, you know, that walk around with shoulders in or something going on in their neck and back. And just by the simple practice of the postures, they have different thought processes. And their attitude starts to change and shift over, you know, weeks and months of practice. And they're like, wow, I'm different. (laughs) I always like to tell people, Mm. I sell feel good. We sell feel good. If you want to feel good, do yoga. It's um, it is like that daily cleanse you need. It's like brushing your teeth every morning. It's like you've got to do something for your mind, body, spirit. And what a great way to just cleanse yourself energetically, mind, body, spirit, of just doing a little bit of yoga every day, makes a huge difference. It really does, and and because it covers so many different aspects. There's the physical aspect. There's the energetic or emotional aspect that many people. Um, Mm -hmm. don't know how to navigate through their emotions. And I can't tell you how many times I've come into, especially one of your classes or one of the other instructors and had a yoga class and come in feeling so um, either down or depressed or just kind of stuck. And then I leave feeling like, oh, I'm flowing, I'm moving again, I'm hearing from God, I'm, (laughs) I'm, um, my body's just working now i mean you know we've talked about this Uh i always tell people you know like if you're working at your job or i don't know say you're you know a dancer or you work in creative arts or you may even work at computer all day whatever it is if you're stuck Mm -hmm. go take a yoga class because all your creativity will start flowing again it's just like breaking up all that energy so you can get some new ideas and new things flowing and it's like immediately you just have a 180-degree turn of like, oh, okay, I'm back now. Let's go forward. <laughs> it works. So great. <laughs> it does. So, and the work, the work proves itself. I mean, really, honestly, it sells itself. If you commit to a regular practice, the, the yoga alone will sell itself. But like I said, it's a 5,000-year-old thing. It's not um, – this has been proven to work for thousands and thousands of years, you know, as far as we can date back and find the history of it. So – it is amazing. There's something about it. Truly, it's magic. Awesome. So one thing I want you to speak to is that many people associate yoga with a religion. Can you, um, like it's rooted in uh, more of a particular religious structure, can you speak to that? Absolutely. Uh, number one thing I'd want the audience to hear is yoga is not a religion. It is that simple. It's a myth. It's You can go back and study all the text, and it's not. It was actually founded as a philosophy, just a philosophy for life. Um, It originated in India thousands of years ago, so it's written in a different language called Sanskrit. So most people get a little scared because they don't know what the words mean and the songs or like namaste or that we call the poses certain Sanskrit names. But it's just a language. Um, there is controversy over it having a Hindu influence, but that's mainly because it originated in India. But it's just absolutely not a religion, and that's just a myth we want to kind of kill that uh, marketing is, is done, you know, the media marketing has done so much about that. But it, it does not claim a deity at all. Yoga does not, but it can be a wonderful complement to your current faith. 
So if you're a Christian or this, we yoga is about the acceptance of all. It doesn't um, – it would never put something or demand something on you of that. That's really your own choice in your own life. And it's – you know, if you're confident in your faith and your practice, why would you let, you know, something have power over you anyway? And that's not what yoga is about. Yoga is about celebrating you and your belief system, and there is just room for everybody. Um, but it's absolutely not a religion, so – it's good to just debunk that and um, know where some of that influence comes from, but mainly it's the, the languaging and the Hindu influence of where it originated. Does that help a little bit? Mm. Totally. Thanks for diving into that. Um, so are there any other Absolutely. misconceptions that you commonly um, hear people <laughs> talk about, just misconceptions that people have about yoga? Oh, gosh, the number one yeah, the number one is I'm not flexible. I hear it every day. <laughs> and yep. it's so funny to me because, it, it, again, it's the media. You see all these pictures on Facebook and TV and magazines. And it is if you actually go back to the text, if flexibility actually comes later, we first focused on stability, foundation, and structure, or what we call stitta in yoga. That's another Sanskrit word. But no, you absolutely do not have to be flexible to enter our doors. You actually come to practice to gain flexibility. Like I said, come as you are, not as you should be. We meet you where you're at. So we encourage you, yoga encourages you to honor your body in all circumstances. Um, so I like to tell people, you know, saying you can't come to yoga is like saying you're too dirty to take a bath. It really, truly is for everyone. Now, finding your style or your niche or where you fit in your community, that's another conversation, but... Yoga in general, absolutely, um, it's for everyone. So don't worry about it. If you don't know anything about it, don't worry. Um, we take care of you. We teach you. We do step-by-step -step stuff, and you actually come to gain flexibility. You don't show up with it. Great question. Yes, it's a good one. We get it all the time. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Can you demystify what an actual yoga class might look like for those who've never taken it? Oh, yeah. People get a little scared, too. Um, first thing you want to know in a yoga studio, come early. Always go early for your first visit. You'll um, walk in. There'll be a front desk. There'll be people there to greet you. You'll have to sign a little waiver. You're going to take your shoes off and put in a little cubby, and there's going to be people around. But when you walk in, typically it's a quiet room with a little bit of music going that's kind of yoga-ish or spa-like or kind of worldly. When you enter a class, you're going to see all these yoga mats with people doing physical poses. You're going to see sweat. You're going to hear breath, and you're you're only really going to hear the instructor speak. It's silent for all the participants, so you just hear the instructor instructing, um, and you're you know watching other people in the room if you need a little bit of help. But you don't have a lot of time. You're really focused on yourself and just being in your body. You'll notice the temperature in our studio is a little warmer. Um, you'll notice lighting, you'll notice music, you'll notice kind of an atmospheric feel, but it's nothing scary. The biggest ones, I think, are just arriving early, um, so you can't, you can kind of get in your space and not be rushed, and um, realizing there's no shoes in a yoga studio room, that's kind of different for some people. It's not like a typical gym class, so it's more meditative, um, so you have kind of this little special place to just really sit with yourself, get in tune. And um, then, of course, after class is always the most fun to me because it always feels like a party. Everybody wants to chat, have a good time, turn on fun music, and just celebrate your day in existence. So hopefully mm -hmm. that helps a little bit. Definitely. I really love the environment of um, 
during, during the yoga class, because we're used to, when we take classes at a typical gym environment, there's loud music and um, there's more of like a hypey type of environment, which I'm not saying is necessarily bad. Um, I love the space, though, at the, the yoga stand where there's this meditative environment while you're taking class, you're hearing your breath, and you're able to really focus in. Um, there's, a, there's not a, so much mm-hmm. noise going on. You're able to really focus in on what muscles do I need to contract, what's going on inside me, which takes some focus and concentration. So only having the instructor's voice in your head um, and maybe sometimes a little bit of music, but it's usually pretty soft, is such a great environment for not only contracting the right muscles and getting really in tune with your body, but also the inner work component. Yeah, you get so. the whole thing. It's very different from being in a gym or anywhere else because we've, we've, I mean, there's thousands of hours of practice on our floor. There's just an energy and a life force to it. And um, there's a culture. We have a culture. It's a, a community, a culture, a feeling. Um, you know, it really is what we stand for. And it's totally different because you have the lighting, the music, the incense smell, um, just the feeling of my staff and how we we interact and get to know our students and it's, it's awesome. Um, and people are very friendly, you know, but it is, you get this quiet time. Mm. You, you probably crave everywhere in your life. You can actually go to a place and know it's going to be that way for you. So it is, it's definitely notched up several levels when you're at a studio home versus somewhere else. Mm. So great. So can you tell us a, like a favorite story you have of someone who's started yoga and seen this practice transform their life? Oh gosh, I have so many. Um <laughs> trying to think what would be most like imperative. You know, I've seen people drop fifty pounds. I have seen people leave horrible toxic relationships. I've seen people get through cancer and heal. I've seen people cry and just feel freedom. I've seen people leave a job and chase their own dream. Um I've seen diets change. I've seen smokers quit smoking. I've seen addicts finally feel like they're connected for the first time in their life. They have something managing their addiction. Um, I've seen love and compassion and connection that you just, you know, people meeting other people, you're like, oh, my gosh, this was meant to be. And it supports not only their career and life, but it nourishes another part of their soul and friendship and connection and I always say it's like people that love our place and love what we do, it becomes home in a weird way. It's just another place they can call home. And they feel like they fit and they feel like they're accepted. Um, Stories that touch my heart a lot are the ones that have, you know, um, really struggled through a disease or something, an injury, or been very depressed, very down, and I get to see them um, come alive again. And that is just unbelievably rewarding. you know, I I lost someone very special to me in, in suicide several years ago and uh seen that happen in, in the play of yoga and being able to, to show someone they do matter, they do have a purpose and this is why they're here and um that reminds me every day why I do what I do. And it's nice to go to work and you know, um we're also glad to be there. It's just this thankfulness. I mean, they tell you thank you for the class and I you know give my heart and my soul when I'm up there teaching these people and holding space to serve them. And it's just healthy. It's such a healthy place. But I've really seen it all. I can't even pick one thing. But I have lifetime friends out of it. My staff is like spiritual family to me. Um, Anna included has been a huge impact in my life and um, shifting and changing me inside out. So 
I just can't say enough. Um, my staff definitely, you know, if you go through our teacher training program, that's a whole new level of understanding yoga. I get very close to them, and they understand the practice at a much deeper level. And that is life-changing in itself. I've, over the years, just seen my staff do complete 180s and 360s with their life and um, change everything, everything, diet, nutrition, jobs, people they hang around. It's It's just cool. Does that answer your question a little bit? Oh, that's perfect. My actually, my next question was, "What inspires you to keep doing what you're doing?" But you uh, you answered that, and, no, I answered it. <laughs> and I, yeah, you know, people have heard me say that I would have taken the yoga teacher training even if I had never wanted to teach yoga. I found I discovered that I loved True. it when I first did the yoga teacher training. Um, it was really for inner work, and it was for um, personal development, and it was one of the best decisions I ever made. So. I encourage people to do it whether they are going to be a yoga teacher or not. It's incredible. It's and, true. Um, I mean, it's true. It's life-changing. It really is. Well, we're going to wrap this up. Haley, thank you so much. Um, what What I want our audience to know is that this is a great time to get your foot in the door with yoga if you yeah. want to give this a shot. Because um, not only are there some new student workshops coming up that are free, um, Haley, is there one in in uh, September? There is. I can pull it up while you keep talking. There is one in September. Okay. And then good. I would tell them. I would tell them about your yoga plus nutrition because Anna leads that, and that's kind of y'all's baby. And that is a great way if you've never done it because you're going to get so much. Yeah, about to share about that. Yoga plus nutrition is a four week workshop. It's on Sunday afternoons from two to three thirty. And um, it, this is for those of you who are within the first year or 18 months of your practice or have never done yoga because we take the poses and we break them down step by step. Um, give, and we just go slower than you would normally get in a yoga class. You get this great foundation. And then, of course, as you all know, I do health coaching, and so I add the nutrition <laughs> focus in there. And so I really help cool. people um go from you know in four weeks from that standard American diet, the stuff that's just bogging your body down to getting you where you can really feel good in your life and on your mat and want to move want to exercise um lose weight if that's what you're you know wanting to do, but really, the main thing is we just want to feel good in our life and this I think this program yeah. is a a really good step to help you in that direction so well, that's our coming first up right. It's our birthright to feel good and be happy, and we deserve great things. And, um, yeah, I'd absolutely recommend that program. And then we also offer a new student workshop. Usually every other month you got to check our schedule, but it usually happens on the first Saturday. The next one's on September 10th. It's an hour and a half at 11.45 a.m. You can sign up and see everything on our website. But I highly recommend that as well. Um, it's probably a $40, $50 value we give away for free. It's Absolutely incredible. Star has been doing that for years. It's kind of her baby, so she she is on it. She knows what you guys need as a new person. So that's two great options right there. Yeah, I don't know. Totally. I love so our place, Anna. Don't you love our place? <laughs> we love our place. It's fantastic. It's home. I know. It's so much more than a workout. People, you know, it, it is have no idea. So. Yeah, so go to yogastand.com. All the information is on there, and we'd love to see you at the studio. And again, Haley, thank you. It's been such a pleasure having you. Absolutely. Thank you, and have a fantastic day. Thank you so much for joining this podcast. 
If you'd like to stay in touch with me, receive free resources and information about what's coming up, you can follow me on Facebook or go to identitybasednutrition.com and sign up there. I hope you received the insights you needed today so that you can find health for your truest self.